Hi, this is Ajay Parthasarthi and you are listening to The Sensations, a podcast about people who have led impactful lives. On every episode, I will engage in conversations with people who belong to a wide array of fields and I'll bring to you their stories that will inspire the sensation within you. Today on The Sensations, I have with me someone who has been working tirelessly to eradicate the black market of blood and at the same time saving countless lives. He is the founder of Simply Blood and their motto is to ensure that no lives are lost because of the lack of availability of blood. He is a white knight tackling the black blood market. Presenting Mr. Kiran Verma. Kiran, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Ajay. So, Kiran, tell us about how you started with Simply Blood. What's the inspiration behind it and what's the story behind it, essentially? So, uh, I'll just tell you that, uh, you know, I was a regular blood donor. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, I was uh, working as a marketing professional, mm-hmm. just like any other person. But during that time only, I used to donate blood as well. Mm-hmm. And my number was uh, spread all across uh, WhatsApp groups, uh, you know, because of uh, that emergency uh, contact details, wherever it, it, it was needed. Right. So I used to I used to get calls for, for blood donation. So it was 26 December 2016 mm-hmm. when I got a call for uh, for a family who was looking for blood donor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for their uh, family member. So I thought that, uh, you know, let's let's go in and, you know, uh, help them out because the very next day I was supposed to donate blood as well because it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I went there, I donated blood to, you know, to that family and the person called me, mm-hmm. you know, he, he took my card and then went back to the family. So I thought to, you know, just uh, meet after donating blood to the family or to whom I donated blood. So I went there into the ward and uh, the moment I reached there, the lady asked me, who are you? So I introduced her that, you know, I'm the person who donated blood for your husband. So she told me that, you know, uh, why you came? I mean, uh, we have already paid you the money. I mean, she uh, told the same thing in Hindi. Uh, what, but, what, uh, the paying money? Uh yeah, we have already paid money for your blood. So why you came here? Haven't you received the money? I said, I, I haven't asked for any kind of money. So I called the person again and again and he didn't pick up. I went to the authorities and complained about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So authorities uh, did understand the thing that, you know, of course they do understand the thing that this might happen because the person played around uh, very smartly. So he called me and uh, said, saying that, you know, there is a person who needs blood. He belongs to a poor family. And on the other side, to the family, he said, I will be, uh, you know, asking you money, uh, XYZ money. Uh, you need to give it to me and I will arrange blood donor for you. So during that time only, I, I got to realize that, you know, because because the money was handed over to him was in cash so of, oh. technically i don't have any proof uh, that you know this money transaction has taken place but of course because i got to know about it and the person to whom i called again and again he switched his uh, phone off the authorities actually uh, got to you know uh, 
got to face so many times the same kind of problem and same kind of complaint but they were helpless because they can't take action without any evidence right and that's the reason i think that is the biggest challenge for any administrator to take step in such kind of cases because they don't have any uh, you know clue or evidence to there take is no action legal precedent as well exactly so that's that's the point where i got to understand that i have been fooled by a person and the moment i realized it i went back to the family just to you know uh, return the money whatever they have paid mm-hmm. to that tout so i went there and uh, you know i went there and i asked that you know uh, um, i just got to know that they have gone downstairs to get some medical checkup done mm-hmm. so i waited there and while i was waiting so i got to i got to meet one bengali family and they they told me about uh, the background of it because they were sharing you know the same ward since quite a long time so she knew a lot about them right. so she told me that that lady who paid for my blood she got into prostitution just to pay the medical bills oh god so that was a turning point i i couldn't stand over there and i just left that ward i i would say that uh, i i re- i still don't know what went through my mind at that moment of time i just uh, got my car back i was driving back to great noida from uh, delhi and meanwhile i i just uh, stopped my car for a while and just called my wife and told her uh, everything and i was in tears so that was a time when you know i told her that you know this has happened with me so she told me that you know whether take t- uh, to take some step or stop crying there is no point of crying either solve a problem or you know go on to your job right i decided the very same time to you know leave the job and then you know do something for it so but it's kind of crazy right like something so essential to uh, a life it's being sold in the market and people are being cheated over it it's there are so many problems see uh, of course we cannot generalize things based on one incidence or one kind of thing so for me in that scenario the biggest problem which needed to be solved at that moment of time was blood being black marketed right right but for someone living in a rural area who don't have shelter the biggest problem might be you know a home or or, or just one small roof the basic essential for someone who exactly someone with clothless you know naked body they just need two or three clothings on to them in this you know in this winter yeah so roti kapda makan the basics that's what they need that's what they care for Not basically just basic so uh, i mean if someone is well to do right so i i just want i'm just throwing a hypothetical example mm-hmm. so let's assume if someone is very rich but they have uh, they don't have uh, friends to play around mm. right so of course for them the biggest problem might be you know they don't have friends around 
और मे बी यू नो सो वी के नॉट जनरलाइज अ प्रॉब्लम दैट यू नो इट्स द बिगेस्ट प्रॉब्लम और नॉट बट या वी कैन से दैट यू नो दिस प्रॉब्लम इज वेरी लार्ज एज इन स्केल राइट सो आई थॉट दैट यू नो दिस इज अ वेरी लार्ज स्केल प्रॉब्लम एंड विच कैन बी सॉल्वेबल एंड द बेस्ट पार्ट इज देर आर वेरी फ्यू प्रॉब्लम वेदर इट्स फॉर प्रॉफिट और नॉन प्रॉफिट इन एनी सेक्टर देर आर ओनली फ्यू प्रॉब्लम विच वी हैव actually solved by 100% right there are so many and things that we the... still have to tackle and first of all we have to identify those problems in the first place there are so many problems that have not even yet been identified there are millions of yeah so i have figured out that there is only one social problem which has been solved by 100% after independence of india that is pulse polio right so if you see that polio has been eradicated because there was a collective effort from the society right society took initiative and from all walk of life people from different part of the world you know they came across supported it uh, you know and and masses came out and every door to door things happened right. so that we can kill it because there was a positive intent for that right. so i thought that you know i i needed that sort of positive intent to solve this problem and to you know to aspire people to be a part of this mission i thought that you know i need to get engaging you know engaged with people so that's the reason i started simply blood and that's how uh, the very same day on 26 december 2016 i decided that i'm going to focus on this i resigned over the phone and after two days i got my check full and final check from my employer and that's how i started simply bled out of that money that's a great start actually considering all the emotional circumstances that you went through and uh, that's a very good way to start your birthday or celebrate your birthday for that matter uh, <laughs> but uh, coming to the point of black markets in uh, this blood scenario uh obviously there are going to be a ton of challenges that you would have faced uh in terms of opposition from uh influential people or goons or what not so yeah doubts yeah so what what were those challenges like how how did you manage to pass that hurdle so i think i think there is no large uh large scale of uh, you know large pool of people who are doing black marketing uh, around blood so there are selectively very few hundred people all across india who are doing so because there is a monopoly of uh, such people in their area right. so what i do i have created a virtual blood donation platform rather than going step door to door to you know to engage people to provide blood donation support uh, something like that so we have created a very smart platform which is not going to help any person who's uh, willing willingfully you know trying to breach out our system right so our system is so smart that they are going to catch it up whenever you try to manipulate the thing right. even if you are uh, you know even if you are trying to uh, um, raise a blood request twice or thrice they are going to stop taking your blood request and we are going to uh, you know take a check balance before uh, activating your account so we have created a very decent sort of uh, a robust platform. system yeah of course you can say that but 
again since it's about blood and uh, in india so many people have this uh, misconception about blood donation like people with tattoos cannot donate blood and stuff like that so they can actually yeah they can uh, but a lot of people still think because i i recently met this friend and she was going to a camp and she told me that uh, you know i saw a friend who had who wants to donate blood but i told him that, uh, you have a tattoo so you cannot and so it's it's like <laughs> a big misconception and yeah. just imagine these are the literate people and going far deep into the illiterate and the rural areas it it would be much much bigger uh, so uh, how do you uh, take on these myths like uh, do you go about educating people about the do's and don'ts of blood donation or tackling the myths and so forth what do you do about it so uh, i'll i'll tell you so what happens when uh, uh, you know when you go to any blood banks right so they just visually see your tattoo and they reject you they, they reject you without even asking how long it has been if you go by the law in haryana it you know you can donate blood after 6 months of getting a tattoo uh, in other part of uh, india other states of india you can donate blood after 1 year of uh, getting tattoo but there is no foundation that you know once you get tattoo that you cannot donate blood ever that's a myth complete right. myth because because what happens when you get tattoo so there are many uh, many uh, infection which can hamper you or which can you know uh, get in, injected in your body through the injections right. there are possibilities of that so that's just to reduce it we uh, we uh, you know Take don't accept blood exactly so that that's the point otherwise you can uh, you know uh, you should not take any drug you should not take any uh, uh, any um, uh, alcohol uh, you should not have any unsafe sex in last 5 days including with your partner right whatever it is so it's a very big thing because see what happens is so there is a net test nucleic acid test that is the uh, Uh, highest standard of testing a blood right right with nucleic acid test you can only identify uh, hiv infection in your blood after having uh, penetrated into your body after 5 days mm-hmm. so so that's the reason if you have had uh, unsafe sex in last 5 6 days so there is a high possibility that we it it is not being uh, identified through the net test as well right. so that's the reason uh, you should not take alcohol drug injection any surgery major surgery or you know any such kind of things in last 5 days just to uh, just to avoid any such kind of things not being taken into the test outcome right but but how do you go about uh, educating people about this because it is an essential part of getting people to donate blood so how do you do it so what we are doing is we are uh, talking to different uh, platforms so i am going out i am writing about it i am uh, you know uh, spreading uh, the same knowledge uh, through literature because what happens most of the blood bank counters you that you know you cannot donate blood because you have and once you have stethoscope you know uh, people are not going to question your uh, uh, you know uh, credibility you, whatever you say yeah so that's the point that's a very uh, interesting point actually that's and that's something really cool that you guys are doing so uh, 
ऑब्वियसली सिंपली ब्लड हेज कम अलॉन्ग सो फार वेरी वेल एंड वट आर द अचीवमेंट्स दैट सिंपली ब्लड एंड यू आर रियली प्राउड अबाउट सो इन लास्ट थ्री ईयर्स वी हैव हेल्प मोर देन ट्वेंटी वन थाउजेंड पीपल टू सेविंग ट्वेंटी वन थाउजेंड पोटेंशियल लाइफ अक्रॉस थर्टी फोर कंट्रीज दिस इज द बिगेस्ट अचीवमेंट वी हैव डन विदाउट इवन चार्जिंग अ पेनी फ्रॉम एनी ऑफ दैम एंड second thing we we have already also uh, you know achieved this target at the highest success rate of matching a blood donor even if you go uh, with any uh, organization working in blood donation across india the matching rate is uh, less than 6 7% oh. whereas uh, yeah and uh, in our case the matching rate is 24% uh, you know uh, around 24% almost four times yeah. so that's because because we have got predictable algorithm which filters out all the non potential people so let's say if you uh, don't seem to be a potential person we are not going to bother you are not we are not go- trying to match you with the needy right because in that case it's going to be a waste of time and waste of energy and waste of uh, whole cycle so that's the reason we try to Uh, match only the potential people who can donate blood to that particular uh, blood request right right that's that's really good and uh, i don't know i feel proud about you guys already because that's that's a lot of lives saved uh, but this is this this entire concept comes under the idea of social entrepreneurship but people often confuse social entrepreneurship as running an ngo of sorts so how do you how would you describe social entrepreneurship as a topic so i'll uh, i'll i'll explain you uh, with a very simple thing mm-hmm. so entrepreneurship is all about solving a problem right it's not b- running a business business is something you know putting a ice cream stall and just selling out that ice cream putting a general store and you know selling out the uh, retail things and all right. this is completely pure business when you come to entrepreneurship you are solving a problem you are solving a problem making money or without money that's it right. if you are making you are solving a problem without uh, you know without making profit out of it that's completely social entrepreneurship so there is nothing uh, fancy or nothing unique about social entrepreneurship it's all about that we are not making any profit out of it we need funds we need uh, scalability we need resources we exactly need everything what a different entrepreneur need right we also do marketing we have, so there is nothing uh, different or fancy about us the only thing is we are solving a social problem that's it right without making any pro- profit but it's it's kind of difficult to convince a normal an ordinary individual to take up social entrepreneurship because people generally look at a business or an entrepreneurship uh, the difference is clear but there is a lot of misconception that a businessman and an entrepreneur are the same things so uh, how can we as common people uh, help in bringing out more and more awareness that uh, you know it's it's okay to be a social entrepreneur you are solving a problem how do we get people interested in that zone i think i think that's a very big mis- misconception uh, because now if you see in last 4 5 years so many companies have come up with their huge csr funds right right for that we need a, a more capacity 
and for to you know fill that gap of uh, you know uh, qualified educational people with zeal to you know perform and deliver we need uh, more and more expert into that area and for that we need to look around people and they are getting uh, hefty salaries as well right. so if you see uh, it's not a small ball game i mean we are not talking about uh, a mediocre kind of salaries or mediocre kind of uh, things companies and social sector have got huge potential right? right more and more companies are coming up with their huge setups of uh, social good and that's the beauty of this uh, whole this sector because if you see the social entrepreneurship is not limited to individuals it's now more about corporates and more about companies getting involved into it and thousands and millions of volunteers are coming up every week uh doing different kind of social good right and that's and that's the beauty when you have so many people involved into any kind of activity whether it's for profit or non profit it becomes a huge thing and now marketing branding and more and more celebrities are coming into it more and more corporates and you know big people like you know millionaires and billionaires are doing uh, something in their social exactly uh, last year you know uh, mr azim prem ji he was the biggest philanthropist in the world right. he donated the largest uh, you know uh, pool of money uh, he pledged uh, all across the uh, all across the world and that's a beauty of this platform of course for, to spend that huge amount 19 billion dollar we have to have so many people around right because uh and and it's not about uh, to manage all those resources we need to have very qualified highly qualified people from different organization who have different skill set and different mindset to uh, you know deliver those kind of things so i recently i'm very excited to tell you that you know i recently got to know that more and more corporates are hiring ceos and cxos for uh you know their uh, philanthropists uh, leg csr legs and that's so that's that's, that's becoming an individual spin off for the company of course why not that's so great. people who people in csr sector are getting higher salary because they are specialized people so i think i think if somebody is interested into coming into this sector there is a huge potential of course there are very few uh, people uh with the you know right intent to put in their money to csr but of course once you have it the sky is the limit i mean right. if you are doing good work so there are so many people who are ready to take on uh with you but the biggest benefit of that is that uh, you are basically uplifting a, a big segment of the population uh which obviously is going to help the country not just them in a particular way but help the country in a bigger scheme of things that's a, that's a really good vision to have especially with these companies coming out and doing doing these things that's really good to hear so i think i think uh, it's it's a great opportunity for a corporate as well to brand themselves into very positive way by doing some social socially good uh, kind of activities and uh, using their csr funds they don't have to spend too much but still positioning them into a very uh, positive manner 
Yeah. It's a good opportunity. It's a great PR exercise for them as well. Of course. Yeah. So coming back to uh, Simply Blood, um, of course, it's a great initiative and uh, you have a vision of uh, solving this problem completely by 2025, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so how can common people like me help towards making this uh, cause a reality, making this mission a reality? How can we contribute towards doing this? See, uh, see the the only way to solve a problem is to participate into it. And right. the b- beauty of this, uh, this cause is that we are not forcing anyone to be a part of Simply Blood. Right. Do whatever you are doing. Just spare 15 minutes and go out to any blood bank around you and donate blood. That's it. If you can do so, I mean, you are supporting the cause. Right. We are not asking anyone to, to come on Simply Blood. We don't, we don't need numbers. We just need a problem to be solved. Right. I, I would love to seize our platform. You know, Because I, I, the problem has been solved. Exactly. I mean, why we need Simply Blood or any platform for sake of, you know, just to have numbers on board? The problem exists, hence the platform. But if there's no problem, then exactly. there is nothing. That's, wow. So why I'm we impressed. should, have, yeah. So I, I have taken my retirement date. After that, I don't want it to work, right? Right. I just wanted to make sure that I put my thousand percent efforts to a cause. And strategically, we can solve it. Of course, it's going to take a lot to inspire, to aspire people to go out and spare those 15 minutes to donate blood. But of course, gradually we can do it. Right. There would be thousands of people who would, uh, you know, still be hesitant would, uh, to do this. Exactly. They, they will uh, be rigid in terms of not donating blood. But gradually we can, we can convince them. We can aspire them. Right. We can create uh, some sort of uh, significant change in their uh, mindset. Way they build. Yeah, of course. So I think I think uh, if somebody is doing uh, so after doing this podcast, if uh, only two people, uh, you know, go out and donate blood, start donating blood, I would be more than happy to do that. Right. I mean, I would certainly be the one of those two people. That's for sure. <laughs> that's wonderful. So I, I see this, see this, that's the change we are making. Right. I don't have to push you to use our app. Right. Because, you know, our app only, is only one medium. Right. In any way, if you go out and donate blood, you are going to be, you know, uh, helping the cause. Simple. Right. And I think that goes back to the idea of social entrepreneurship because, again, it's not a product that you're selling, but it's a problem that oh. you're solving. Solving, yeah. I think I'm. my mind is blown away enough for one day. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But this is, this is truly incredible. The kind of vision that you have and the kind of work that you're doing, it's quite frankly very inspirational. Thanks a lot. And I'm really happy that you are doing this. Uh, so... This has been a great conversation, Kiran. And uh, as I said, once again, I'm totally inspired by your work. And the first thing that I plan on doing is donating my blood. So that's, you have convinced me on that part. And obviously, I'm going to talk to more people about this. And of course, this podcast is a medium to do that. Uh, 
but i feel happy that there are people like you who are working incredibly hard to uh, make this world a better place and uh, i wish you all the best for everything that you're doing and i do hope that with your vision you'll be able to help millions of people and not just in india but worldwide so uh, on behalf of people that i know and uh, people who are listening to this podcast uh, thank you for doing such a great service to humanity i'm just a medium <laughs> people are doing so so yeah but you are the one who is taking the initiative to do it so no the people who are going out to donate blood they are taking initiative i am just a voice yeah voice of their work so whenever you go out and donate blood uh, after this podcast do share about it for sure right maybe we'll make and a bonus I episode would... about it and and i'll call you <laughs> <laughs> i would be more than happy for that that's that's such a great way to end the show and uh, well that was kiran verma and uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the sensations if you like this episode please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast we are available on all major listening platforms like apple podcast spotify stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts i'm ajay parthasarthi and i'll see you in the next one